What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Final Checkpoint Podcast. This is episode 77, right, Ben? 77, that sounds about right. I don't know why you're asking me. Each week, we react to the latest video game news and talk about games we're playing. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. And Ben, we have such a special episode this week. I'm so excited. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm very excited. Before we get to that very special thing, I want to announce something to you, but also to everybody else listening, watching. I've put a special item on our stream. There's a follower goal that I put on there. Right now, it's sitting at 115. The goal is 150. It's hard to see. You might have to squint. But I set it for an end goal of April 30th. There's a follower there trying to get us to that goal. For a Drunk Souls stream. We can hit 150 followers on twitch.tv slash checkpoint by the end of April 30th. We will get drunk, Ben. You and I will get drunk and we will play Dark Souls. Whichever Dark Souls we get to by that point. Uh-huh. You realize this is the morning for me, so... We'll figure it out. You'll have to take the day off or something. You have plenty of PTO, oh, remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Perfect. All right, now... <laughs> Now, obviously, there's uh, if you're watching the stream, there's uh, some very special guests with us, uh, some some great individuals here, some awesome dudes, some awesome uh, people here that I just want to get to introducing now. So joining us on this week's show, our friends from the Gaming Morning Show, Ryan and Sean. Yay, clap hands. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird because there's like <laughs> there's like no audience except for me and Ben, so it's kind of odd, but... Um, <laughs> Who needs an audience? Yeah. And I'm fixing a tech issue, so I'm not clapping. Damn it, Ben. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm really excited. Oh, it's going to be for the benefit of society. True. The hands are busy, okay? That's the. I got noses to pick, and I got beards to pick. This is, this is such an exciting, like, monumental moment, because not only are you guys on the show, but Ben has his camera on, which is <gasps> it's insane. So Revolutionary. It, it, this is insane. Like, uh, we might have to end the show after this. This might be the last this is final the checkpoint. The last episode. show. This is the finale. We won't be able to top it. <laughs> Ryan, we broke another one. Oh, no. But yeah, uh, I'm, our, da- our damage run continues. Yeah, I- I'm really excited to have you guys on. I just got to say that uh, I was really glad that we kind of kind of uh, linked up and got to know each other. Uh, I've been enjoying your guys' morning show and like getting my coffee and morning started right before I have to jump on to work and you know go through that misery but <laughs> as we do <laughs> um main thing i really want to know and um first i want to have you guys kind of introduce yourselves tell us a little bit about your show and then i kind of want to get to what started it all for you guys and what kind of brought you guys together so why don't I let you guys do that because you're going to do it the best way nice you, you go ahead ryan you start us off i was gonna say I, w- I should let you talk first because then otherwise i'll just keep going because i'm used to that but <laughs> Uh, so Sean and I have been uh, talking a lot about what would be our hypothetical place if we ever decided to start streaming. I'm kind of late to the streaming world. I don't think I found out Twitch really existed until you know about the time Apex Legends came out because I remember specifically all the release information about that. So you're looking at you know at least a year and a half from the time that I started watching to the time that GMS had its cold run which was probably about the middle of august to figure out is this gonna work we like the way it's going you know and then finally we launched like the last day of august last year uh and 
that discussion really centered around, you know, what are our strengths and what are the things that we could bring to a space. And with my background in radio, you know, I've been in radio probably 20 plus years at this point. Uh, we felt like that was the idea is, is to have a morning show that you got used to listening to back in the FM days when it was Z100 and they played all the hits. But instead of having music in the show, we just play games where otherwise there would be music. And, and so that was that was the idea. And, and Sean uh, was someone who, uh, you know, we've known each other for a long time. And uh, he was kind of that person who who was there to make the idea come to fruition. Right. Because I knew for a fact that it would never just be me because I got out of radio that was centered around one host. Right. Uh, and that was the best part is, you know, I had at least a buddy to, to start things off with because of all the, the great ideas he had. Well, and and really the idea cemented for us and blossomed when we were just hanging out um, playing like gunfight. And we'd be sitting around playing gunfight, just make, making ourselves laugh and laugh. And we look at each other at one point, we're like, this is the show. We're like, this is the show. It isn't about the gameplay. It isn't about you know, the latest games. It's about us hanging out, saying and doing stupid crap that make us laugh. Um, and that that's that's really what we've done is we've created the show that, you know, three hours every morning, we just hang out and do stupid stuff and make ourselves laugh. We're hilarious, Joel. That's what we're trying to say. Just <laughs> it works, man. It works. Uh, you guys have built up quite uh, a community, like, pretty quickly. Like, I mean, I... I tune in in the mornings. You guys already have a chat going on. Everyone's already kind of like in there chatting it up, even when you guys are playing Call of Duty, stuff like that. Um, there's banter back and forth in the chat. So I've been enjoying my mornings going in there and hanging out. So it's been pretty cool. And you guys have uh, cool interview segments. You guys are getting some just like interviews from uh, different parts of not only the industry, but even people that are just like in the scientific community. So it's been a, uh, and journalists out there so it's been pretty cool mm -hmm. to watch and to see that grow and it's what what kind of um got you guys interested in making a show like in in getting something like that was it just kind of your background in radio ryan and just kind of like wanting to like having that feeling of like man i i miss doing radio and i just kind of want to do something but i don't want it to be just that i want to get gaming involved I really fell in love with streaming in terms of being a consumer on the consumer side of things. Like I've always been a huge sports fan my whole life. And in the evenings, if I wasn't working, I would have some sort of sports game on. And I've seen since the early part of 2019, how that's kind of shifted into the streaming realm. And yeah. I think there's a lot of reasons for that. One is certainly the interactivity of it, right? You start to get to feel like you know people on the other side of the screen and that's unique because while you know i may be a huge broncos fan and watch them every sunday like at the end of the day i don't really know much more about Cortland sutton other than the fact that he's really good at catching the football right yeah but you start to get a you know if nothing else a parasocial relationship with people on the other side of the screen and that matters and then you know sean's really responsible for the gaming aspect because i've had you know more retirements <laughs> from gaming than a lot of those retired athletes. Like I'm the Brett Favre of gaming because <laughs> I got done playing games by and large, you know, uh, when I got into high school, just got too busy doing other things. 
into college, didn't really start playing again. And then some, some friends of mine started playing Call of Duty. So I did buy a PS3, but that only lasted for a handful of years. And I was completely out again for several years. And Sean was super kind and got me a PS4 one holiday. And it was because we had been spending wow. a good amount of time together mm-hmm. playing games at his place. And it was a way for him to try to make it so that we could play more often. And so, you know, you're looking at the person. We say this all the time. Hashtag video game expert. Like Sean really does have much more of a legacy with gaming. Uh, so that that was kind of neat because I was here sitting on the, the Twitch side watching other people stream. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of falling in love with the personalities. And then Sean is just, by and large, your your expert gaming, and and you know Sean agrees with this. I'm sure. Like we also have this nice curious streak in us where it's fun to bring people onto the show and get to see yeah. what they're excited about. Nice. Yeah. Well, and, and for for those that don't know, Ryan and our our brothers in law, um, our wives, our sisters, and so we we go back. You know, he he likes to take credit for uh, hooking hooking me and my I now did. wife up. Um, yeah. <laughs> um so you know we go way back and uh i i introduced him reintroduced him to um zombies on call of duty and we were playing zombies and i'm like yeah but not only can we play zombies but there's this thing called an easter egg and we need to look at guides and watch videos on how to do this easter egg and so we were spending night after night and staying up till you know, two, three in the morning doing <laughs> these zombie runs. And uh, at one point, my wife was like, you guys got to stop staying up so late. I'm like, yeah, but when we finally get a chance to play, yeah. like, we're going to play until we can't play anymore. And she's like, what if he had a PlayStation 4? And that's how it all started. And she's like, why don't we uh, all pitch in and get him a PlayStation 4? And then you guys can play more regularly for more reasonable amounts of time. And uh, our, our play together just took off from there. So actually, I take all the credit I give back. Uh, Sean actually apparently goes to his wife. So there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Which, which turns around, and since you are the reason we got together, you really you bought yourself a PlayStation 4. I think I kind of got the better end of that deal. That was the I'm end goal. He actually myself. thought, how do I get a p- new PlayStation? Right. <laughs> a long time. Inception. Yeah. yeah it, it was like one of those unfolding criminal mm-hmm. episodes, right? And at the end, you get all the flashbacks of all the yeah. Now I know what's behind really... that curtain you're hiding there. It's the Just wait till I get that PS5 payoff. It was a really oh long God. game plan. Does it involve us? I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to get one. Come on. Well, that's Absolutely. the thing, Ben. I, I didn't. I didn't lose sight of you two either. Like, I, I the whole time we didn't know each other. And that's right. kind of crazy, but you know, long term planning's always been my strength. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm curious, Sean. You're a you're a are you a doctor like of medicine or a pharmacist or? Veterinary? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, by profession, I'm a chiropractor. Is my oh. medical degree is a doctor of chiropractic. Um, and with that, I also have a master's in sports and exercise science. Um, I'm a certified chiropractic sports physician. I am a certified strength Dang. and conditioning specialist. Um, so, um, chiropractor by trade, but I work a lot with athletes. Um, also hence the sports doc, uh, sports doc gaming. Okay. Um, I was about to start asking you about this growth. Yeah. But, okay. That's what I wanted to. <laughs> <just> your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's 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 my background. I'm a chiropractor, and I uh, I practice a pretty general chiropractic practice. So I see a lot of you know office workers and 
uh, people who are just hard on their bodies. Um, but then I also part of my practice is working with athletes specifically and um, training them, getting them stronger and healthier so they can go on and do amazing things. Ah, yes. I bet. Um, I wonder if uh, with the pandemic and a lot of people working at home, not being able to go out and do much, has, has your business kind of seen an uptick all of a sudden for like, it's, people with uh, back problems? Yeah, we've stayed really busy. Um, and it's hard to say if, or, if it's really an uptick, um, but I think because of the way people are working right now, we've definitely had more sustained growth than we would have otherwise. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing it so, so much in people that usually wouldn't have issues you know, they, they know what to do it. And in their offices, they have the sit stand desks and they get up and walk around and they stretch and do these things. And now they're working at home and working on a laptop on their couch. Um, yeah. So we are seeing a lot more of that sort of issue that we may not, not have seen otherwise. Yeah. I had to invest in a really good chair because uh, I used to oh. work at a place where I had a standing desk and now I just sit. It sucks. And now, <laughs> now you just sit and, you know, everyone's in the same situation. But yeah, but I still working. So that's not too bad. Nope. Cool. All right. And you guys uh, are big kind of funny fans. I, I am. Um, I've I've definitely shared quite a bit with Ryan, but um, I, you know, I go back to podcasts beyond days um, yes. and follow them from IGN to kind of funny. And um, it's it's definitely my go to like if I get busy and my list of podcasts dwindled down and dwindled down, kind of funny is always the last one there. Um, I just I really enjoy the personalities there and the community they've been growing is very inspirational, especially starting out trying to build a community that's positive and tight knit. They're definitely a model that that I follow um, that kind of bleeds into GMS. Yeah, uh, Ben Ben was on uh, kind of funny games once, and then uh, that's where I got his picture from. So the one that I've <laughs> that's my picture, show. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one picture of me, the one picture yeah, I was, of I was, Ben. I was going to wear my, I have the pink kind of funny shirt they did uh, to raise funds for a uh, cancer charity. Oh, and yeah. It, oh, I'm wearing my Goldrick shirt. I just realized It was that. dirty, so I didn't wear it. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I, I got the, the aerobics one. The kind of funny aerobics championship. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Um, well, for everyone that wants to follow, make sure you follow. Not everyone that wants to. You guys should all go follow. Oh. At WatchGMS, <laughs> at HeftyGoof, and at SportsGamingDoc. Make sure you guys follow. Make sure you watch. Grab a coffee. Ben, you're that's gonna be you probably leaving work, so grab a beer. I'll be home. <laughs> I grab a beer. You just want me to drink. <laughs> we need you do the overnights? Yeah. Yeah, I work overnight. Yeah. He's a nice How is that? It's all right. It's fine. It's weird. It makes scheduling <laughs> I... things very weird. I have to imagine that like I because I so this is another thing that works well with Sean and me is, is he's very much the night person and I'm very much the morning person. So before the show, I'm sometimes up a couple of hours before we're even on the air. And that's always been intriguing to me is, is like if I ever had to do like the graveyard shift, right? Would I just sporadically yeah. fall asleep at like two in the morning? <laughs> so be like, what happened to Ryan? I'd probably be like doing the bathroom break thing, right? And someone would find me in the stall or something uh -huh. just propped up against the side and be like. Oh, Ryan, you have to kind of get back to work. Yeah, how long have you been asleep in here? <laughs> oh well, and that's one of the things that I'm really proud of myself is, is I can almost sleep anywhere. I, I finally found, like, the limitation uh, on the train going from Oregon to Montana. There's an observation car, and I was trying to sleep on the floor of it because the seats are not comfortable enough oh to sleep gosh. on. And I was on the floor of it, and I woke up the next morning. It was like, yep, 
that's the limit. I found it. <laughs> it's the observation car of an Amtrak. Not going to do that one again. Oh. Yeah, that's no, my, my sleep schedule's entirely flipped over. So I sleep during the day. Yeah, it's it's tough, and people people generally don't don't get it, right? Because uh, my wife prefers knock shift. Um, she's she's a nurse, and she prefers knock shift. Um, and part of that is because it, when the kids are in school, which they're not right now, but when the kids are in school, if she works seven p.m., she gets home at seven thirty a.m. or so. She gets the kids off to school. She sleeps. She wakes up and picks them up from school. So that system actually works pretty well because then mm. she gets to see them a little bit before and after school. Um, and we have found that when you tell people you work nights, they just don't like it breaks their brain. They just don't get it. They're like, but, but I want to hang out. <laughs> when, when do we hang out? <laughs> They're like, it's your weekend. Now you can just sleep a normal schedule. You're like, sure. But that's going to just go with my work next yeah, week. That'll, that'll <laughs> break my sleep schedule. It's not an on and off switch. No, yeah. no, no, no. Don't do that. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. That's I can barely like function with a normal months. sleep schedule. No. Yeah. It's good. I like it. I like being a vampire. That's what I tell people. Yeah. It's he, he's it's not really like that it. you have the wrong sleep schedule. You just live in the wrong time zone. That's all. You're oh, like in the that's UK. What I'll tell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm on Europe. Yeah. You're ready to travel, actually. You're ready to travel internationally now. That's a you're, good idea. You're proactively jet lagging. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You're prepped. It's the long con planning from earlier. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just getting ready. That, that's why you're in on this uh-huh. the whole time. I've gone. Come on. Just wait till we reveal this. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> the phase what four a... of the. <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to move on to Ben. Topic of the show. Why don't you let us know what topic of the show is this week? topic is of course the gigantic 55 minute maybe it's just 50 minute nintendo direct the first one in a year and a half i i forget the number if it was like 500 days or something days yeah. yeah it was a lot like 530 days um there's a lot to unpack from this and there's a lot of uh hurt feelings i guess i describe it as <laughs> from the internet uh and myself babies. at large I don't know why I get excited about these things anymore. It's really my <laughs> fault. Um, and I think, I, actually, I would like to shout out uh, Nintendo Voice Chat this week. Had a really great discussion on this, and I think they summed up everything I feel about it very, very, very well. Uh, this, this direct was not advertised well, and when you're coming off a year-and-a-half drought of not having one, and this is what you have to show, you really shouldn't have said it was 50 minutes this should have just appeared yep. should have been yep. split up it should have been edited better we don't need the ea sports hey we paid you ten thousand dollars put our stupid dodgeball game in it because that's obviously what that was uh no. we don't no, need no. that that can be broken up <laughs> it, it kind of also begs the question of why a lot of the announcements last year weren't direct because if we had gotten little direct with paper mario and pikmin 3 in them we wouldn't have had this thirst for a giant direct and it wouldn't have been this roller coaster of nonsense. Um, I did have a whole spiel of like things they could have done, but that might be the next 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> so maybe we can just take a few awesome things. I know uh, Joel and I were really excited for uh, Mario Golf, which has been a long time coming. I know people <clears throat> are complaining about 
Like, why are people excited for Mario Golf? We haven't had a console Mario Golf since the GameCube. Mm-hmm. So that's why also. Yeah. Uh, and the other one was on 3DS. And I think I reviewed it eight years ago. Oh, my God. In a long, it was like the only time I got a Nintendo <laughs> oh game to review. So it's been a long time. I'm super excited for it. And again, that, that goes back to the point of package this smaller, have that mm-hmm. be a third or a quarter, a fifth of the direct and not have all these little nonsense things. It, it's more exciting. And when the big thing of your direct is Mario Golf, maybe don't make that the big thing of the direct. Um, how, do you, how do you guys feel about Mario Golf or the direct in general? Because there's a few topics I think we should go over. This could have been two stellar smaller directs mm-hmm. and a few tweets and i think everyone would have been perfectly fine with that you can't go over 500 days and then build up this direct and come out with this this was a direct from nintendo five years ago where they're they're launching things on two different systems this is mm-hmm. not a this doesn't feel like a nintendo switch era direct this is old nintendo with a bunch of small stuff and a couple big things and that's fine, but they went a year and a half with no major direct and came out with this. Save if you're going to be gone that long, build it up, come out with a direct, you know, later this year where you're showing off, uh, you know, the next major Zelda game and you're showing off Metroid and you have all these big things that people are looking for. Don't wait a year and a half and then launch with, you know, Splatoon 3. Yeah, well, like, Splatoon is actually Splatoon 3, whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> it's very big. But yeah, yeah, there's another problem, too, is that it's the 35th anniversary of Zelda, I think, yesterday. <laughs> and so you announce a direct oh, four days before it. <laughs> I don't know. Should you talk about that? Maybe you should bring that up. It seems but, like it's but hey, They reminded you that they're aware they're wa- working on Breath of the Wild, too. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Like, I was hey, aware. Guys, we, we haven't forgot about Breath of the Wild, too. We're not going to talk about that. Skyward Sword, it. though. <laughs> What's your opinion on Skyward Sword? <laughs> I'm actually excited to play it. I never oh, played it. Me too. Um, I, I, I will probably get it and play it. Um, I'm a little disappointed. I like that they gave you options, so you don't have to use the motion controls. Yeah. But then they go into the detail about what the uh, optional controls are. I'm like, I don't want to do that either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just want to push a button and swing a sword. I don't want to play with the, the stick like that. So I'll was... probably end up trying it with uh, motion controls. That was actually the working title was just push a button, swing a sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. swing a sword. Never Eddie got to market, hand. but they were working on it. Nimoto was like, no, that's not going to do. <laughs> I don't know how, I'm gonna, so I... how it's going to work for me with uh, all my Joy-Cons drifting to try to get up with my shield. And well, the my... motion will work. <laughs> yeah. That was their long ploys. So they're like, let's just create oh, a yeah. joystick drift issue. You'll have to use the motion controls it's and then we'll be justified. You're like, see, we told you they were amazing. <laughs> It's all been leading up to this. Uh-huh. And Ryan got a PlayStation 5. It all worked out. <laughs> wow. I played Spoilers. Skyward Sword back on the Wii. I think Skyward Sword is the worst 3D Zelda <laughs> by like a mile. Um, it's, it's good, though. I mean, saying it's the worst Zelda is kind of like saying it's the worst pizza you've ever had. Like, it's still pretty good. It's still fine. Still, um, still Zelda. Yeah, it's still Zelda. And, and the motion controls actually work pretty well uh, on the Wii, except for the sword fighting, ironically. I had a lot of trouble with that. But everything else was great. So I think with the better tech and the Joy-Cons, that's fine. I'm fine with the $60 price point. This is a 10-year-old game. It's a little bit upgraded. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It, it's not like it was a, two years ago 
Control Ultimate Edition comes out again. Now it's $60. <laughs> like, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it does suck. But wh- what do you expect? The, all their games are $60 in perpetuity. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. that's the Nintendo way. They're not going to change from that. Yeah, that's true. We're going to buy it anyway, so that why would they change? <laughs> well, when people, and this is definitely changing the Switch, but when people buy their systems and only buy Nintendo games, then mm-hmm. they know you're going to pay $60 for it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I when I watched the direct, I kind of like zoned down on a lot of the announcements and just kind <laughs> oh of mainly God, yeah. paid attention to a few that I was excited for. Like, I'm obviously excited for Mario Golf, and then I just kind of zoned out um, for a lot of the other items. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm excited. I I think golf uh, is going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, my worry, uh, you know, we were all burned with Mario Tennis and its single player mode. Um, but I'm hoping they learned some stuff from that, and the Mario yeah. Golf's single player mode will be improved because of it. Will it be on yeah. the Virtual Boy? Oh man, <laughs> that'd be cool. Whenever I hear Mario Tennis, all I can think of is Virtual Boy. Just all the time, that. every single oh, time. I got Labo collecting dust in one of my. Uh, yeah, you got Labo VR. <laughs> Labo VR. Play Mario Golf like that. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Joel, I, I tell you though, Sean. One of the reintroductions was this this ability to watch all these releases right i watched the game awards for the first time like i'm watching a whole bunch of stuff i used to never watch right yeah but i have the attention span of a squirrel and so (laughs) that's really hard unless i'm hanging around or we're doing it as part of the show to stay focused in so it's it's actually a relief to hear that there's some zoning out in your world too oh yeah constantly i i have the worst attention span it's awful well, it's, it's really pretty bad. easy to get distracted when the direct is like, "Hey, here's this game you've never heard of, and no one cares about." It. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm sure someone's happy. I was gonna say that's the thing. So someone does, right? Oh, sure. or otherwise yep, it would yep. never be out there. And and honestly, like one of my favorite things that I found too with with doing the show is is indie games too, because we've had some fantastic interviews around indie games. Yeah. And some of the best shows that I watch really have a heavy focus on indie games. And I only bring that up because that's one thing that's super fascinating about the gaming world to me. Um, you know, Sean, I already talked about like how into video games he has been his whole life and still is like, I think every game that we talk about a lot of times on the show, Sean will be like, yeah, I kind of want to play that one too. And I'm like, how many more can you add before you're ever going <laughs> to get to it? it. I must well, all you know, our, our friend, Mike, O, who, who does the show with us now pretty much routinely, he's been on for at least, you know, two months or so. Same kind of thing. Like he, he found a streamer and is also now playing, you know, uh, Stardew Valley. Right. And there's, Valley. there's just, yeah, there's just this list of things. What is it? Craft the world. Sean is the other one that. Mike's yeah. I was watching playing. him play that the other day. Yeah. And, and so I, I bring that up though, because you're, you're talking about what, I guess I really like about the video game world is the curiosity into why people are super interested because you're going to go through this list, Ben, of games or thoughts that you have like from the direct. And I'm going to be like, you know what? I don't have too much background on it. Right. But what I'm excited about is hearing people's excitement that comes out from certain games and then to hear that that discussion around why you're really excited for it and someone else can in the same breath be like, oh, yeah, no, I don't want to play that at all. right (laughs) it's a really neat thing and so yeah someone's gonna play those games that maybe you zoned out over uh while you're still excited about that i will say one other thing too you mentioned what did you say mario golf was eight years i think since the 3ds i was like 2013 ish been a while i I tell you what my primary games i used to play as a kid were sports games and then i played a lot of mortal Kombat. and with the former 
like you get a new game every year with a Madden franchise, right? And that's also sometimes to the detriment because now it sounds like that gets worse and worse every year. It's like, what did they actually change? To have to wait that long for something that you really enjoyed and to know that it's not going to show up in a while, like that's got to be painful, right? To be waiting that long for something. They're just a, they're like a, a, just a very specific type of golf game, which I really like. Like everybody's golf is, is kind of in that same, it's close, yeah. um, I guess like sentiment, I guess of type of game. Like they're just fun golf games where like you go play like Tiger Woods or PGA golf tour. Like it's just very serious and simulation where this makes it fun. Um, like I, I love NBA 2K. Like I play that every year. Um, but if they came out with like NBA street, I'd be all over that. In it because it's just a very different type of game, and kind of like kind of like you, like I I lost touch with Nintendo for a long time. I skipped like I went from the beginning of N sixty four, um, all the way through till the Switch basically is is when I jumped back onto Nintendo, and so I have a whole gap of just like games that I missed out on, and so I've been kind of like Skyward Sword. I want to I want to play it because I have never played it before. I missed out on Majora's Mask and uh, what's the other one, Ben? The one everybody thinks is really great, but when I played it, I was like, "This thing sucks, dude." Ocarina of Time. <laughs> Ocarina of Time. I'm like, "There's nothing oh. here. Everything's so empty." And <laughs> 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 uh? Ben shakes his head because he's disappointed. It's me, fine. It's it's twenty years it was, old. It was it was great age. back then, but I tried playing it on like the 3DS, and I'm like, I can't take this. But I'm not a big fan of like the 3D Zelda games. I'm more of a 2D Zelda fan, so. This is what I am, but I, you know, I'm willing to try Skyward Sword. I'm like, you know what? If they try to modernize a little bit, I'll give it a shot. Why not? I looked up. I wrote an article for the Game Fanatics in February eighth, twenty twelve. Oh God! Uh, a rant about Skyward Sword. So I've been <laughs> upset about this game <laughs> for a long time, and it's a long article. Let me tell you, it's such an interesting choice for Nintendo because you know they come out with Breath of the Wild. And just wow everyone. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then they're like, well, let's let's remake the one that pissed everyone off <laughs> before yeah. we go back to the Breath of the Wild too. <laughs> so I, I Nintendo. I think they were clearly doing a uh, Wind Waker HD, Twilight Princess HD, Skyward Sword HD. It's it's kind of a trilogy, like the post N64 3D Zelda trilogy. But Skyward Sword, man, like <laughs> I I'm still Sorry. upset that IGN gave it a ten. I still don't understand, and it hurts. Uh, it hurts my brain. I still don't think Breath of the Wild is a 10 either. So I'm just real picky, I guess. This is the yeah. answer to this. That um, game is beautiful to me, though, for what it's worth. I remember saying that on a stream I was watching, and, and somebody fired back with, like, you know, it's, it's, it's just on the Switch. Meaning, I think, that, like, it's not capable of being, you know, hugely a graphical masterpiece. But I'm just sitting here back watching this game going like, I think this game is absolutely beautiful. And it was super entertaining for me. But I always mm-hmm. wonder how that reaction is different than somebody who's consumed and invested in the gameplay, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting here back and watching and having a great time because it's you know visually stimulating for me. And then to, to see someone else have a good time doing it like that that's a, a big deal to me. That's a lot of what I, I have done with Sean in the past is like watch Sean play games that Sean's super excited about. And that's more fun for me than playing it, which also I think is an interesting topic around video games in general too. Yeah. There's these games that people like get right. excited to see played almost like they're a piece of, you know, television or something. 
that's like me with Among Us. Like I'd rather watch someone play Among Us than actually play it because I, I'm just not good at it. I get too like anxious <laughs> playing it, and I, I can't do it. I'd rather watch people play Among Us than than actually play it. But to so play Among yeah. Us with Joel, okay. Got it. I mean, I'll right. play it, but like <laughs> I just get too nervous. Um, I'm a bad liar too, which is even worse. Just if I if I'm ever imposter, I'm just like just fucking vote me out, please. That's just what I was gonna say. Yeah, we could play with you. It'd be an easy win, right? Yeah. Well, that's how I am with like uh, like twin stick games, like Enter the Gungeon and uh, oh, yeah. uh, Binding of Isaac. I'm terrible at those games, but I can watch someone just go run after run in those games and just be entertained for hours. And I think it's even more so because I'm not good at them. Like I'm gonna see you do things that there's no way I'm gonna be able to do. Yeah. And it's just it's so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, I need um... to stop rocking this. I'm gonna knock my webcam over. Uh, <laughs> I just realized. I looked over and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a constant earthquake in your house, Ben. It's fine. Close to some fault line. Uh, all right. Well, we want to go through some of these news items. Uh, there's a Smash character, which I actually think looks cool. Um, I forget her name, and she's got like a split personality or something. Was I it don't remember. Pyra? Pyra? Yeah. Is that Pyra? Pyra and. Mithra, Mithra, they're not from Fire Emblem, so they're heading in the right direction. Yeah, exactly. The Xenoblade, Xenoblade. That, that's another uh, not as exciting thing when you launch with a three to four minute trailer for Xenoblade Two. Oh, oh, it's the Smash. I'm. I wouldn't have been excited about DLC for that game or the Smash <laughs> character, but okay. But uh, more sword characters is what everybody it looks kind of fun. Got mad it looks about. like a fun character though, so I will play that. Um, I just so it's so easy to be disappointed. Uh, you know, we got I've just put up a few highlights. Animal Crossing Mario stuff is coming out, I think, this coming week. Uh, it would have been nice if they, I don't know, improved 90% of the rest of the game <laughs> with like user experience things, but it's sure, sure. Now you can teleport via warp pipes. That's cute. I like I'm that. not going back in, Ben. I'm not going back in. I've given that I game might. too many hours. <laughs> I've put almost 300 hours in Animal Crossing. I'm not going back in. Taking too much. Yeah, from me. being a Nintendo fan, Nintendo, Nintendo fan is. I a feel bit, Nintendo. You've been uh, Nintendo. <laughs> you've been Nintendo. That's that's us. Print the shirts. It, it's just Nintendo. this like battered wife syndrome of <laughs> like you're you're so beaten down and you just keep coming back to get beat down again by Nintendo. It really sucks. Uh, get out of bad relationships. Uh, also, Reggie. we got Project Triangle Strategy. <laughs> that name though, which. <laughs> is egregious uh, <laughs> now is it as bad as Oct- project octopath traveler that's better that's better <laughs> somehow that's better triangle strategy uh, is upsetting but this... it looks exciting i have not played it yet there's a demo available yeah. now i um, did start it it's it. like what i started the demo oh okay it's a it's a game that i know i would love if i had the time for it but it's going to be that thing. And the one thing I'm afraid of is with Octopath Traveler is if it had everything I wanted, except the characters weren't like, I don't know. There was something missing. The characters were great. The story was for the most part becoming like cool. And I was like, Oh man, are these characters going to really like interact and intertwine and they're going to get on this grand adventure, but it just didn't seem like it was heading there. And it just made me not interested. Everything else about the game right. was really great. The visuals, the the combat, and it really let me down, so I stopped playing it. And I was like, I'm done. Can't do this. And this game, so far, it's like a mix of um, Final Fantasy Tactics and like, well, like 
Octopath Traveler, I guess, in a way. I really like it so far, just the feeling of it. But I already know I'm like, I'm never going to, like, I'm not going to have the time for this game. I already know it. Right. Yep. Yep. So I feel that. But if you like RPGs, turn based mm-hmm. combat, stuff like that, I think it's totally worth checking out the demo. And we're not going to see this game till like, what, two years from now, probably? Maybe a year. At least a year. It. Yeah. 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 They just said flat 2022. Yeah. I'd like to see it come out then. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd like to see it change his name. I'd also like to play it not on the Switch, but that's a separate conversation. Well, Octopath Traveler came out on PC eventually, so... Exactly, that's that why I'm happen. waiting, yeah. That's yeah. why I'll wait. Uh, I have my notes, Breath of the Wild 2, info coming this year. Don't even bring it up. Why'd you even say it? Why'd you... Why'd you... Why'd they even say it? They just wanted a Nintendo to... <laughs> I, I think... I think... They they knew if they said nothing, oh, yeah. the conversation's going to be entirely where's Breath of the Wild two? It's thirty fifth anniversary of Zelda. Why why do we not have anything? So to come out and at least be like, hey, we're working on this. More information yeah. later. Um, I I get it because people are still annoyed because it's like why even sit like just don't say anything if you're not gonna give us anything. Yeah. But I think they would rather have that conversation than the what's going on. Right. Is this still on track? Are you going to Metroid Prime us and reset <laughs> development? We're back five more years? Like, what's going on? So I think I, I they think were just trying to nip that in the bud. Instead of saying, hey, there's no news, they should have said, we're going to have a Zelda Direct later about the anniversary. They didn't even mention it, yeah. which is suspect given it was four days later. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the year of Mario's anniversary, which just ended, but that's the wrong year. <laughs> so, okay. Whatever, guys. Uh, and the final bit of news was a little bit mentioned earlier. Splatoon 3. I can't say Splatoon ever. That uh, sounded exactly like when Splatoon? your internet legs out. It just has that sound. <laughs> That's amazing. Three. Are, you, are you getting royalties for being that sound? <laughs> yeah, right. Every time you, you lag out, I get like two pennies. That's it's better than Spotify. So. Right. I've never played a Splatoon game. I played demos, and then I'm like, oh, neat. I, I messed around <laughs> with the first Splatoon game on my other brother-in-law's uh, system a long time ago. And it wasn't mine. It was, it was, yeah. it was fine. It, it, it was not something I wanted then. It is not really something I, I want now. Um, but okay, I know there, there, yeah, there are fans out there. There are people that are going to oh, get yeah. really into this, and it'll be great. There, there were also a couple of small things in the direct. Uh, nah. uh, Metopia. <laughs> And the um, I hate uh, it. The, yep, and the DC superhero girls. Both of those, I watched them, and I'm like, that looked okay. My kids are gonna like this. I, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. DC superhero girls, and that's, I'm not and gonna I, touch either. I, of them. I thought about my daughter, and I was like, you know what? She, I bet she'd be interested in that, probably. Yep, which is great. They got switch lights for Christmas this year. Like, yeah, my kids, uh, especially the DC superhero <laughs> girls. They're they're gonna yeah. they're gonna eat that that up. So, yeah, I always think about what games to get them on their switch because I'm. Then I can borrow like the games that we got them for Christmas, like Yoshi's, <laughs> what is it, Crafted World, and uh, Luigi's Mansion Two. Because I'm like, well, they need something new to play, so I can borrow those. That'd be great. Have you gotten into that point where you're buying games, kind of for you? I'm always doing that. 
You should see my Steam, <laughs> my Steam library. It's, it's, it's like where you buy the gift for somebody else, but it was really kind of for you. Well, when we were when we were looking at Christmas presents, my wife's like, well, what do you think about these games? I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to play those after. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a waste. Let's not get that. Yeah, yeah, well, I like it. Yeah. I'm just but worried about the replayability, hun. Okay, yeah. I don't know if mm-hmm. they're going to want to replay it. I don't know if I'm going to want to replay it. I don't know if they're going to want to we bought some other random games for the Switches just, like, to see, like, oh, you know, let's buy a couple extra games just to have so when they get done with the other games, you know, they can play these. And one of them was, like, a Goosebumps-themed, like, based off the movie. And I was like, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and we, her and I played it together. And it was actually not bad, but at the same time, I was like, this is kind of stupid. <laughs> but she wanted to play it, so I was like, I couldn't say no. But you know, you the things you do, you know, for your wives. Yeah. <laughs> so my kids have been like super obsessed with Pokemon, and so Pokemon. they really wanted. Uh, they got their switches. They really wanted one of them wanted sword and one of them wanted shield. So we got them for them. And I I've never gotten into Pokemon. I've never played a full Pokemon game. And so they get them, and they're like, they're starting out. And I was like, if you guys have any issues or questions. I'm out. <laughs> you have to, we have to FaceTime other brother-in-law because he's the one who's played Pokemon. Like, I can't help you. Um, and now they're about done, and I'm like, do I try out Pokemon Sword or Shield? Yeah. Is, this gonna, is this about to happen? Oh, how you've changed your two. You, you should, you know what? Because those are a little more, like, simplified in a way to where a lot of the, um, I guess, what is it? Uh, life? I don't know. What is Quality of life. Quality of life items are uh just built into it and it's not bad i mean plus there's like a whole lot of uh just new pokemon in there they're actually pretty cool i I like when i need help i can just ask my kids (laughs) yeah they can help me big time i don't think this is gonna work because we see each other too much and so your kids know me too well but you should have them call me for pokemon help that'd be hilarious (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah if you need help just call uncle ryan okay yeah they get on the phone they'll be like hey can you help me with this and i'm like absolutely you just, just start, start reading off Broncos pan- facts <laughs> <laughs> you just make stuff up off the top of your head <laughs> absolutely that'd be fun we should try that next what's what's next on your that's news? it that's the end nintendo endo directo so <laughs> like was there was there anything <laughs> that made you happy, Ben? In life in general, or just from the direct? <laughs> no. I mean, I, I don't know how long your podcast runs, but yeah, from the um, direct. Mario Golf. I love Mario Golf. I cannot wait to play that. That would you could have just put that out in a tweet. I would have been way more happy about this. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, that's I. I every Monster single direct, like, I want Mario Golf. Where is Mario Golf? Mm-hmm. And I, this I is love... the perfect lead in. You know, they they announce it in February. It's out, what, June 15th? Uh, it's in June, right? Uh, June 25th. Um, 25th. June 25th, yeah. A few, few months to get excited about it. We'll get some more information as we lead up. This is perfect. I think, I think it'll be a blast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited That's for it. it. Um, Monster Hunter Rise looks good. Um, I know Ben's wanting that on PC, so he'll probably... It leak said it was coming to PC, so I'll wait. Oh, that's true. Was it the Capcom leak from a while? The ago? Capcom. Yeah. Ha- it was hack, I guess. It's not a leak. Oh, yeah. It's a leak. Well, yeah. if you hack it and then leak it, it's a eek. <laughs> <laughs> eek! 
<laughs> Either way, it's coming to PC, so I'm buying it there. <laughs> the end result is the same. It's All roads lead to then. PC. It looks fun, though. I mean, Monster Hunter is always fun. Oh, yeah, it looks great. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Let's move on to the next couple items, and then we can move into games we played. Cool. Final bit of news was BlizzCon Line this weekend. That's, That's what they called it. Weird. That was really cute. Uh, main things for me are Diablo. Diablo 2 Remastered and Diablo 4. Uh, Diablo 2 is probably in my top three favorite games of all time. I love that game. Seeing it remastered, it looks great. It has controller support now since I'm pretty sure Diablo 2 is what messed up my wrist <laughs> playing that game too much <laughs> 20 years ago. Uh, I can back point for back more, to that. Ben. I can I can point to that and like Game Boy Advance emulators as why my my hand is messed up and I can't use keyboard and mouse for for very long play games. I oh it looks so good and I'm trying not to watch it and see anything about it because I will play those games forever. I'm so excited about that. And they they look incredible. Diablo Four looks exactly like what I wanted Diablo Three to be uh, aesthetically and gameplay wise. I'm I'm so excited, so excited. I know it's this is me just waking up, so I'm not like. Super, super happy and bouncing around, <laughs> but I am very, very, very excited. And I will look at no other trailers. I, you can sign up for a pre-alpha beta test for Diablo 2 right now if you go onto the site and uh, opt into that. So definitely did that. Very, 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 very. And you said you're not looking at any other trailers? I'm not looking. I skimmed the gameplay for it just to see, like, oh, they changed some stuff. The UI is different. You can have multiple skills equipped at a time. They still have the potion belt. The potion belt was ridiculous. You could get like 16 potions equipped. It's, it's bonkers. Uh, and that's it. That's all I'm going to watch. I, I, feel, I feel like that's dangerous territory because that's something on GMS that like Mike, Sean, and I would try to find ways to like make you see a trailer. You I'm know? not going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Just goes around the corner and there's a big billboard and all of a sudden showing a trailer. How'd that get there? GMS logo. Uh, it's like i didn't watch trailers for uh, bowser's fury because i knew i was gonna play it like i don't need to watch this i'm just gonna i'm just gonna play it it's it's like that if i saw it i don't really care but you already got me here's my money yeah let me just play the game i want to see everything fresh yeah Mm -hmm. so so i have a question about remastered games then because you said you're super excited right yes i find it hard enough to get through a game in the first place and then you know sean tells me about like completionist and, and going all the way through and platinuming and all these things right what, what is it about like a remastered game is it because it's more vivid describe what it is about that opportunity to play a game that's been remastered uh in some instances for me it is very difficult to even play the original version uh whether that's a ps1 game in the in the case of like metal gear solid one i want that remastered because it's going back 25 years is a little tough at this point uh in the case of diablo 2 you can still play it on pc it's there on the blizzard uh net launcher next to wow and everything uh you can do that to me that game it did need some quality of life improvements this is a game that came out before a modern mmo i think maybe everquest one was out uh, around that time and this is before like heroes of the storm or not heroes of the storm uh dota things that took the diablo kind of style and ran with it in the last 20 years and we can inject some of those improvements so i talked about uh having more than one skill equipped at a time you could only have your attack and a skill 
and oh that's God. cool and that's great yeah, in the year 2000 <laughs> but now 20 years later it's like we i have 30 skills i need to be using these skills i i want that and so for me i want those little improvements to the formula don't change it uh, i'm trying to think what was like demon souls has some quality of life things you know i haven't played it yet i don't have the ps5 from the grand scheme that's yet to pay off uh but yeah it's that individuals it's tough to go back uh to certain art styles especially one like this i think it originally ran in a like below 480p was or or maybe it was 480 but yeah it's like a very low resolution and you look at it it now and it's like it too yeah when you watch people play it like (laughs) I, I don't think I'd be able to play the original version of that because it looks almost like claymation sometimes. <laughs> it looks like it's melting pixels. Like yeah. this kind of blorp around. Yeah. And so I have nostalgia for that since I played hundreds of hours of it as a kid. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, it, this is a way to get people who have mm-hmm. never played it to play a classic game and play it in a more modern way. Um, that's why I like about this one in particular. Um, it's also one of the best games ever made and it's it's one of those things going back to it. Like I mentioned, the entire MOBA genre owes itself to Diablo 2 and Warcraft 3 because Warcraft 3 mod was uh, Dota. And oh, this is cool. it. Like, this is the, the genesis of it. And I think that's really cool as a gaming history to go back and see that. And I think some remakes too, like even in this case, it is accessible. Um, <laughs> and there are some people out there that uh, want to play it and have no problem going back to the old uh, uh, visuals and old gameplay. And they're like, I want to replay that. But it's an old game, and you never get back there, and you never get back there. And it just keeps pushing, right. getting pushed down your list. And then a remaster comes out. You're like, finally, this is the reason. Because now it's old, but it's new. So now mm-hmm. I can justify bumping that up on the list of games I'm trying to play and get to it. Exactly. And it's on new platforms, too. Like, this was a PC-only game. Now it's going to be on mm-hmm. ostensibly everything. That's another reason why get more people in. Play Diablo 2, please. <laughs> please. It doesn't need any help because it's like Diablo 2, but you know, very excited. Yeah. We also got a bunch of stuff for Overwatch 2, which I think is interesting. They did an extensive breakdown of kind of the PVE campaign missions and things. That's another game where I'm not watching it very attentively because I will play that. I think Overwatch is a great game. We played Blizzard some last night. has some of the best UI UX designers out there. Everything is just this silky, buttery, smooth. It's like a Mario Nintendo game. Like it just, everything fits perfectly. It's so cool. Uh, and, and it's a testament to that game that I played so little of that I know half the characters names. Uh, and I, I love the gameplay of it. I, I think I missed the boat on, on overwatch one. So overwatch two, I'm excited to, you know, get my little fairy ticket and, my little suitcase and what go on the boat. You, what are you going on a booze cruise with that little dance? Going on the boat. <laughs> what? What's in that here. suitcase, Ben? <laughs> yeah. Your bags of flour. <laughs> I don't think I've had alcohol this year. That's sad. So, well, it's I don't sad. drink. Joel's trying to get me drunk all the time. Sorry. Apparently, I need Joel's to stop drinking. I usually only drink during hot weather, but you know. What if? What if instead of the drunk Dark Souls thing, I just get high? Can I do Jesus. that instead? No. <laughs> I have to buy pot. It's legal in Arizona. I have to buy it. All right. But that's I'm, ex- I'm also excited about Overwatch 2. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get drunk at, 
it, once I wake up. <laughs> well, maybe I'll just drink, and because you're supposed to guide me through the game, anyways. Perfect. It doesn't take much for me to get drunk, anyways. You two have a symbiotic relationship. I'm proud of you. What if, what if, <laughs> what if instead of getting drunk, then you just you pull an all nighter, so you're sleep drunk. Oh, I don't want to do that either. No. I'd rather get drunk. I'll just get drunk. <laughs> I love sleep. We actually we uh we were playing Apex Legends last night and we were getting our asses handed to us and we decided you know what let's play Overwatch and so we downloaded yeah. it and started playing last night and yeah that game uh you know it came out what 2015 2014 no it wasn't 14 because I was doing my YouTube stuff so 15 I think. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, it's it still runs and looks really really good. It's just fun to play. I mean, that game It's always fun. I mean, I it's not one that like I favor over other multiplayer games, but it's still fun to like go in and kick stuff around in there and the characters are cool and I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know if I'm excited about Overwatch 2 or not, but it's I'll play it. I'll, I'll play it when it comes out. It seems like they have an extensive single player portion to it. There's skill trees for the characters and oh. progression along that. And I think that's more of what I want and what mm-hmm. I would need to stay interested because I'm not a big multiplayer uh, guy at all. That's, that's BlizzCon line. Yay! That's about all, yeah, because I didn't pay attention to the WoW <laughs> stuff because I'm not getting back into that. Didn't even look at it. Not, no, can't do it. Can't was, do that it. Was, def- was that a defensive measure, Joel? Yes. My fr- my friends have been trying to get me back in a while for a while, and I told them yeah. like, "Dude, I barely have enough hours to like <laughs> game as it is. You think I'm gonna jump back into WoW? No way, can't do no, it. If you you better be careful before you know it. Sean's gonna buy you WoW, Don't. and just put it on your doorstep, <laughs> and then that's that's all it takes. No, and you're I back can't. into it. <laughs> no, I mean like I would have I would have if I if I was like gonna play it, and but I just don't have the like I'd be still in the starting area and the first couple levels no, or whatever you. like i just don't have the hours to dedicate to it and i just jump back into destiny too and even then i'm like struggling to get the dailies done and weeklies <laughs> i'm just like this season pass is gonna go to waste <laughs> it's bad yeah but why was the game i was so addicted to diablo 2 as a kid that i intentionally avoided wow when it came out because i knew this would be a problem yeah and so yeah. i've never touched wow not even that- once Ben knew he needed to leave the house at some point. I was like, my wrist is going to fall off. I can't do this. (laughs) Now it's coming back for the other wrist. (laughs) It is, dude. Getting old is great. Uh, That's it. That's BlizzCon line. Yay, news is over. All right. Ben, we're moving on. Thank God. To our favorite part of the show where we talk about the games that we played. Why don't we start off with our guests? Sean, Ryan. Why don't you guys tell us about right. the games that you played? Ryan, do you want to go first? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we can, might as well take up as much airtime as I can with this exhaustive list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very simple person. Uh, so the whole reason that I'm back into gaming at all, and it's been accelerated by the pandemic, clearly, because I have not been able to leave my house. You two may not know this about me because it, it, I, I hide it so well i'm an incredibly social extroverted person so i really miss being out and about with a whole bunch of people and so naturally multiplayer is is where it's at for me because the more people that i can interact with at any given time that's what i want to do i will admit though within the last two weeks i actually played halo for the first time since like the freshman year of college all right 
and it wasn't exhaust uh, exhaustive when I used to play it because I mean I didn't have an Xbox because the controller was gigantic. It was like the power pad of controllers, mm-hmm. and so I I didn't get behind it. I went PlayStation instead, and I can't remember like a game that I felt was moving so slowly <laughs> because you play Apex Legends and you're just flying all over <laughs> yeah. the place. That's and I kept asking everyone, I was like, when can I sprint? And they're like, yeah, we're never, playing. ever, yeah. in 10 years. And then people <laughs> like, get mad I'm gonna when you come want get it. you. Ah. Yeah. It's hard but, to go back to that. But it was, I mean, it was a lot of fun for, for the purpose of it. Uh, our friend Kate Zade was playing it for a birthday sh- or for a cosplay stream and, and so invited us to play it. And that's why I got Sean's via the mother-in-law Xbox One that they, <laughs> she won in like some work <laughs> raffle. And I fired it up for probably the eighth time in its life and played some nice some Halo. So that's big news, I guess, that I'm catching up to the games that came out 20 years ago. That's fine. You're, you're on a roll. It was I probably Star Tropics, which is like 30 years old. So, <laughs> I mean, I still play Mario Kart on the Wii with my kids, right? Like, so that's kind of where we're at in terms yeah. of the gaming. I, I fell back in love with Apex uh, probably in the last two seasons, you know. I had a really bad falling out with Apex because I couldn't get any better. I couldn't find people that I could play with who were tolerant of me. And so <laughs> that's when Sean uh, said, well, we're going to go play COD. And we tried to get really good at Warzone, and then that didn't work very well. Uh, and at some point, I just started playing Apex again, and I still think that that's my favorite game that's out there still. It, I haven't. My interest in that game has not waned mm. one bit, and I think there's a lot of elements to that. You know, I play it usually at least once a week in the evenings with some friends of mine. And then starting this week, I'm actually joining some streamers uh, off stream, but we're going to play ranked once or twice a week to actually try to go through the, the rankings. Nice. And I, and I say that because I think there's an element of that, that game that the storytelling is so rich in a lot of ways that I haven't found in other places. Like I just saw the other day that uh, Chun-Li is in Fortnite, right? Yeah, and like the skins and the crossover and stuff that Epic gets with that game, like that's cool. And and the Fortnite events are amazing. Like the way that they pull it off and like the the actual online space is amazing. But like the lore behind Apex is what really keeps me going with it. In addition to the fact that I still find the game tremendously fun. Uh, fun. I also yeah. happen to have a whole bunch of people around me, other than Sean, coincidentally, <laughs> who play it. Right. We um, we, we play it. So we'd be glad to add poorly. you to our friend list and because it's crossplay. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Poorly is fine with me. You know, <laughs> it, it, you we're not great. We can't poorly. carry you. We, we <laughs> well, suck. <laughs> you'd be amazed what you can do when you're playing with me. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, that's all I've really played. And then we play Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War uh, primarily on our stream because, again, our whole thing is we're a radio show that plays mm-hmm. games. So the games can't last too long. Apex mm-hmm. kind of goes in that category sometimes where it can. Yeah. The worst scenario is where you drop an Apex and you last maybe four minutes and then you drop again and then that one actually takes the full 20 mm-hmm. to get to the end and then we've we've blown the clock and the radio runs everything uh, off lingo and so we don't play a lot of the BRs in the show uh, but Makad Bak was great because we can play a multiplayer or Sean again and we really like gunfight. Yeah. Um, we can play those games and they fit the clock a lot better but we can also do them a little reflexively plus when you die there's room to you know talk. Sean and I tried to play uh, Rocket League, and I think Mike was even around by the time we tried to play that three v three, 
-hmm. there's so much more concentration that yep. we caught ourselves going into. We're like, this is not going to work for the show. Yeah, it's a no. lot of fun, but it's not going to work for the show. So we bailed on that. So that's all I've played. I'm, I'm dead serious. I play Apex Legends and then COD Bakwa on stream, and then that's nice. you know the length of my list. What what are some of the main like types of games that you like to play generally? Like, is it mainly shooters? Have you tr have you thought about like trying out some other genres just to see if you if you like them, or is it mainly just uh, shooters? Yeah, like, kind of stick to what what you know. I I think I'm in that category of if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Okay. And so I'm just enjoying playing the shooter games uh, in the BRs because that's the other thing too is like multiplayer doesn't really hold my attention a lot if if it's not for the show because mm. it fits into the show right there's a purpose behind mm. that um it gets really redundant you know doing that over and over where that hasn't happened for me with with the br genre and and i'm wondering too you know when we're going to kind of hit that shift because you talked about um you know overwatch right like overwatch never went br right it mm -hmm. was just yeah. those multiplayer type games um and so I don't know if we're going to see something that comes out that disrupts things like the BR genre kind of did. Um, and, and maybe that's on the horizon sooner than I think. But what I will say is, is it, it hasn't gotten tiresome for me, so I probably won't change. Uh, the one thing that was really fun, and I would do this in a heartbeat again, is Sean and I played A Way Out. And oh, yeah. you have to play that, Sean, right? On You had to play it on the same machine, right? Next yeah. to each other. That would co-op. That was so fun. I would do that again in a heartbeat, even if it was a, a four-player thing where you maybe had the LAN in order to do it or something <laughs> like that. That was a tremendous experience, especially because, again, there was a pretty good story yeah. in that game. So I think you get me, Joel, with, with something that has some sort of storytelling element that's super social, right? Okay. And even watching some people play Stardew Valley recently, like, it seems like there's some social components to that game. I just don't know if the pace is enough to be able to keep my attention. Uh, Josh from Intelligame just recently told me about uh, a game that has, it's like more of a sword fighting game, and I'm going to totally look it up because I can't remember what it is and tell you what, what oh, I remember. Um, I know which one you're talking about. I can't think of the name. Because I think he said that it's the same kind of thing where like this, the game sessions last like maybe twenty minutes, and you're like a Viking or a knight. Nidhog. Is it Nidhog? What's it called? Oh, Nidhog or For Honor? Maybe For Honor. I think For Honor. Was. That was For Honor. It. Yeah. yeah, those are very different games. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard sword fight, and then I thought of uh, I thought of Nidhog and Nidhog Two, because um, it was yep. like a party game kind of. Um, but For Honor, I think For Honor's free to play, or was it just free to download at some point? But for honor, yeah, I thought that would be cool for you guys to to play on stream. Yeah, that'd be yeah, and, and and that's the kind of thing that like because Josh is interested in playing it, I'd probably want to get into it because I'm yeah. again very much into the, what other people are wanting to do and then and seeing how much fun it can be. Uh, that would be interesting. And then Digital Doc Games too, who's a great streamer on Twitch, who you know looks at like the way that video games promote health and healing and you know have the power to contribute to one's betterment um he was playing like a destruction derby type game it reminded me a lot of twisted metal um and i did have a lot of fun with that because that's the same kind of thing right you have eight people all together or whatever the case may be the game session's a little bit shorter and then you just hit restart and you do it over again yeah um so i, I find a, i find a lot of those things interesting like 
I can't even play a full uh, season of Madden anymore because <laughs> it's it's primarily by yourself. And then by the time I get to like week five, I, I don't get in. I, I don't stay interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm not terribly complex when it comes to games, uh, but I enjoy the ones that I'm playing right now immensely. Like I I'm, I'm so excited. It's it's not going to be Friday night going forward because. Uh, work's getting really hectic in the spring. It always does. But like back in the summer, like I, I, I will be ready to go like every Friday night that I look forward to. And that's that's special because it means something, right? It means that it's worth your time. Uh, but my, my list is not exhaustive, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I, <clears throat> I'm in a really weird place right now where, and I'm, I'm sure every streamer goes through this, especially early in their streaming career, where I'm starting to get more time to play games for myself. Uh, my wife just started a new job. She's commuting about an hour back and forth between home and work. Oh, wow. um, I'm, ju- I'm just getting more time to myself where um, I am getting a chance to play more games. And I've started thinking about games and I'll, I'll like Resident Evil. I, I haven't played Resident Evil 7. I'm like, I want to play that. But then I'm like, mm, but I want to play that on stream. I'm going to save that for, you know, GMS plays. Um, and then think of another game as like, ah, oh, that'd be a good one to play on stream. I'm not going to play that right now. So I've just started to find a few games that I can play outside of streaming um, <clears throat> just for some downtime. And uh, I, I put up a poll on my Twitter at one point. And I was like, I need a game for when I'm lying in bed to play on my Switch to just chill out. Um, and Stardew Valley Stardew won that Valley. vote. And I so I've gotten that. as far as <laughs> downloading it um mm. so i'll probably start that soon uh but i've been playing uh paper mario uh we got that for christmas my wife played through it now i'm starting to play through it i just started concrete genie on uh, playstation playstation plus a uh, free game um probably looking to i haven't i <laughs> i've gotten out of platinum in games for a while and i think uh this one might draw me back in because i really like what i've played so far and i hear the platinum's pretty attainable yeah, Stardew Valley is a game that I I put maybe I'm like 90 hours in on the Switch. Mm-hmm. And uh it's one of those games that it starts off a little slow cuz it's kind of just introducing you to the mechanics of it. The deeper you get into that game, the weird the weirder it gets, but it is so fun, man. I love that game. I think uh I think I think you'll really get, dig it. And it is one of those games that is kind of relaxing but at the same time it's kind of like man what is going on and the more i do this and the more i excel in the game like and craft and it, it's it's really cool it's it's a it's one of those games that like makes me think that animal crossing should have taken more from them. like you should have mm-hmm. looked at Stardew valley and added this because your game kind of falls short in these aspects and yeah i love Stardew valley it's i have it on pc um ps4 switch i mean i'll rebuy the crap out of that thing yeah i'm excited to get into get into it a little bit and and just have something to to uh you know lull myself to sleep at night yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) all right ben i know you got like a laundry list of stuff here as always (laughs) i don't necessarily I'll, i'll be brief i guess uh i beat resident evil 5 really enjoyed it yay okay cool um (laughs) I'm playing through these games for the lore because I'm that big of a Resident Evil fan. And uh, <laughs> I'm playing them in chronological. So it goes Revelations 1, RE5, Revelations 2, RE6. 
then seven. Um, and so I beat Revelations 2. I should mention, too, these games are like eight hours long. It's not like I'm sitting here playing 70-hour like <laughs> JRPGs every week. Uh, Revelations 2 is excellent. Uh, I think if you've played the RE2 remake or RE3 remake and you want another game like that, that's right up there. It might not be as polished as uh, either of those games because they are very polished, but it is that same RE4-esque gameplay taken to a modern uh, control scheme. And it has really cool story implications that are so nonsense and minor. Like, there's, there's like oh, so-and-so's parents died in Terra Grigia, and that's a place that's referenced in... It's a fake place. It's mentioned in uh, Revelations 1 as the place that's just they bomb from the sky with the solar thing uh, to kill all the virus people or whatever. And it, that's just a throwaway line of like, yeah, that happened. Okay. It's just a bunch of little lore things, so I've really enjoyed going back and playing those games and seeing all the lore, because you gotta also remember, there's Wesker, and Wesker was a clone, I think? And so there's another Wesker in this game. It's a whole lot of nonsense. I'm real into it. Uh, they just, the deep end gets deeper and deeper the more you explore Resident Evil. It makes no sense. Um, so I'm taking a break from that before I get to six, because six is the one people are iffy on. I like it because I'm an idiot and I love everything Resident Evil. Um, more relevant to current games, I, there, there was a free play weekend. Uh, was it games with gold weekend whatever uh for fuser the harmonics dj rhythm game which is a really really cool game that i will never play again um i it's great it's excellent i don't in i don't really want to do this in a rhythm game um i'm i in in the battle i am on the guitar hero side i'm not on the rock band side uh fuser is if you had an hypothetical party <laughs> during COVID. Um, you could put this on a laptop and just set it to free play and have people come over and switch tracks. It'd be so cool and it's playing. That's awesome. And the way they mix all the tracks together is so smart. They kind of adjusted the BPM and make some of the tracks sound very weird, especially um, like vocal tracks that are iconic that you've heard a ton. It's why is this stretched out slightly? <laughs> like 1.15 speed. You know, this is weird. Why is it like that? And that doesn't work for me. But the gameplay is, is really cool and fun. It's nothing like actual. I mean, I'm not, not a DJ, but I guarantee you this is nothing like being a DJ. <laughs> uh, the, like the end result of you making an interesting song as a DJ and the game are the same. But like the route to get there. No, no way. Uh, I played the first um, kind of like stadium of the campaign. There's like six or so venues. That's the word. Uh, and then I got to the next one and I failed the first mission. I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm good. Because you have to constantly start changing tracks and adding like, I'm going to put the bass line from this. I'm going to put the vocal track from here. And you're doing it on the beat and, and all this stuff. And that's fun and cool. But you have to do it so often. If you were at a show where they changed vocal tracks every 30 seconds. You'd be like, that's weird. <laughs> but then they're oh also changing the vocal track and then adding this other thing and adding this and adding this. I'm like, This is just noise. And I can't even enjoy what I'm listening to, which is sometimes super cool. Like you'll stumble upon to things like, wow, those four songs go together so well. I love this. 
but the audience is like real upset and they want to hear a country vocal right now yep. or this guy's like real into play a guitar like, no this is I my set want to. <laughs> do you could battle you other that? people could you so so josh from from intelligent wall store was playing this the other day raised like over four thousand bucks for player versus hunger as part of a fundraiser for texas which was really oh, neat. nice and he had been playing fuser a long time Sean and I have an IRL friend, Carl, who is one of the guys who will go to EDM shows. Like, that's how he spends his time and money is going to festivals and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And Carl's not much of a video game person. He watched Josh play this game for hours. And (laughs) I actually kind of found that to be fascinating because I enjoyed watching someone play this game. And I don't know if it's as much fun. Like you talked about that party element. That would be a perfect use case for this game, which was what made like, you know, rock band and even actually rock band more so than guitar hero, Mm -hmm. because you could have all the people, you know, playing it together and then switching up. I want to sing this time and all that stuff. But point being is like the prep that Josh put into figuring out, okay, what songs do I kind of want to mix together? That's something I would never expected either is like, I want to mix these songs together which in turn would make me super pissed when the audience person's like, yeah, could you play a country lyric? <laughs> no, I no, spent I 20 minutes picking Whitney Houston and yeah. Carly Rae Jepsen and you know. Nelly for a purpose. Yeah, I want to no. push it real good for the next 20 minutes as I listen to this. Does it have like and, a free and there is play like mode a free where you play. get to choose your stuff? Or like where you, you can get just to play whatever you stuff. want? So you'll have like, um, I didn't count how many, but it, it, it unlocks more slots as you go. Uh, but I think I had maybe 10 to 12 songs uh, loaded up, loaded up on my MP3 player or whatever the hell I'm doing at this show. Uh, and I could start picking them and you start like drop the this, drop the that, put that here and you can mix things. You can have two vocal tracks playing. Um, it starts adding in elements of uh, kind of like the perfect, I don't know what they call it, but the perfect spot to drop this type of like this baseline here fits perfectly and this vocal track fits perfectly here. And that's really fun and cool. I don't want to really want to do that. I just kind of want to play around with music. Yeah. And for that, that's just the free play mode. And that sounds awesome. So if that's, you're into that, yeah. But as a campaign, like I'm a big rhythm game fan. I love, I recently got back my 360 from my dad so that I could play the Guitar Hero games. And I, no, I I'm very excited to, to start doing that. <laughs> I, Man, I, sh- I have, I, I'll tell you, the day I realized I lost my Guitar Hero Van Halen, I was legitimately sad. I was legitimately bummed out for the rest of the day. I lost Guitar Hero Van Halen. Uh, I mean, come on. Sean and I have been talking about having a rock band night for a very long time. Coincidentally, using Carl's Xbox 360 that's (laughs) behind my curtain over here. It's all here, but we've talked about playing it. But I think it's hard because we'd want to play it after the kids go to bed. And all you're going to hear is... People just banging on things to wake everybody up. Uh, I just now envision this moment where, like, Carl's gonna go to his first show post pandemic and he's gonna yell out to the to Dead Mouse or something, be like, Play a country lyric! Country lyric! (laughs) Dead Mouse be like, Oh, okay. I I want a song from the 2000s. That's what, that's, that's, a, that's what they say in the game. I know it's so stupid though. Like uh, and, and the, the point of that too, like with the the campaign of it, it's so antithetical to what a DJ DJ set would be. Yeah. It's very strange to me. I I, I don't know. It's, it's fun. a fun game. Yeah, it's, it's a fun, a fun game, game though. It's just like mechanically and as a campaign, it's nonsensical. Um, I'm gonna have but to man, check out you can make. Game. I haven't watched. I haven't seen any of it. 
it's I it's like some cool out. tracks you can make it's really cool hmm. i i i don't know i I'm never going to play Wonder it. Wall. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> like this is a neat idea and then uh so you beat like the first five or so missions and then it tells you, "Hey, now you're going to have to start switching things out more or the or the audience is going to get mad." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh. I don't like that though." <laughs> Maybe it's a case where it's like this is a game that was made by people who've never been to Lafenia. Right, uh, <laughs> it's like oh no, they they always you should see them on TV. They're always switching the like, records boop, out and boop, stuff. Boop, 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 boop. It's made by people who've yelled at DJs. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. This is the experience I've had at all the shows I've been to. No, you're just an asshole. Like, oh, oh you're the guy. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, there is a no fail option, like in the menu, right at the start. Don't have to just pause the game and put no fail on. And I guess you could do that. Um, I don't know. And then, it, but then I feel like the bar is going to be really low, and it's just gonna be like <laughs> we don't like you, but you're still here. So <laughs> you don't and leave. You don't know, but the virtual crowd's just blocked in. They can't leave. Like they, they would want leave. to, oh, but yeah, all the exits are sealed off. I did turn down. Said. Uh, there's like an audio setting for the crowd. I'm like you guys are really loud. Like I'm trying to hear for the music. <laughs> Shut up. I don't even hear it to cheering. When Ben finally gets into DJing, he's going to have all of his equipment set up but never leave the house. He's like, this is for me. This is for cool. you. Yeah. That, that's what I tell people about uh, me making jokes. I'm like, these jokes are for me. If you happen to enjoy them, that's great. But they're for me. I'm making these at my expense, at your expense for me. You just happen to be here. You're, you're set dressing for my enjoyment. Uh, yeah. Or I'll go to the DJ set like, everyone be quiet. Everyone be quiet. I'm going to play my music now. No moving, no dancing. People start enjoying it. You just plug in headphones and cut off the music. Like, what did I say? <laughs> what did I say? Fourth row, third from the left. You're out of here. Get, out. Get him out. Maybe uh, your venue is like blending DJ music, EDM type music with like the opera or mm. golf. Oh, yeah. Where you get the proper. That, that's another problem with the game where, like, oh, yeah, I want to hear a country next to satisfaction or something <laughs> this is just weird i don't want these songs mixing or there's one of the first songs is killing in the name of I'm like i don't want i love that song i don't want this song here <laughs> it doesn't need to be here it's a weird it's mix just, having a rage against the machine it's there. very strange and they put the lyrics for it and it's just it's slowed down like i mentioned earlier the pitch or or whatever it's modulated in some way to match the bpm for all the songs and it's just like so strange hmm. and you'll switch to um oh like i mentioned satisfaction the forget who does it i'm I'm really bad at remembering artists names you're talking about like but, the rolling stones no 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 no. i'm talking about that it's like that robot voice. satisfaction satisfaction you've heard yeah, it was you've not heard the, rolling stones. Unless, <laughs> the rolling stones <laughs> like, unless it's, is mick like a cyborg or something now yeah. it's it's uh i can't do it because it is an is edm it? whatever but it, well, there's a part of that song that just is makes just it just make the Splatoon sound or whatever again. Splatoon. It's just... Um, <laughs> but there's a part of that song that's just satisfaction repeated over and over. And you'll switch to that vocal track and it all said, satisfaction, satisfaction, satisfaction. Like, what's happening? There's a few. There's it's one by so Diva. There's one by... It's Benny Benassi? I, I want to guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's, there's that one. 
You've heard this song. You've 100% heard this gonna song. I'm not going to be able to go to bed tonight. All I'm going to hear is satisfaction. <laughs> satisfaction. satisfaction. Yeah, heard it. Satisfaction. satisfaction. Go right, look ben, it up, Joel. What other Play game have you played? Show. It is Benny Benassi. Yeah, it is that one. Thank you. And the biz. It's a great song. Not that part. Just the vocal tracks. Uh, uh, 3D World. Mario 3D World. I played through most of the main campaign. It's really good. Played on Wii U. Love it. Yay. Is this a Gamefly then, rental? This is Gamefly. Gamefly. Yeah, my Gamefly plug of the week. Back, back, back on the Gamefly train. Um, I finally I wanted to beat the game and do all that. I'm not gonna hundred percent it because that's annoying. And I did it on the <laughs> Wii U, and you unlock the final level, and it was super hard, and I just gave up. It's like well, that was a waste of my time. <laughs> I don't even like this level. Uh, oh, so I'm not doing that again. I learned my lesson. Uh, but I went to Bowser's Fury last night. Played about three hours of it because it's so good. It, it is just a 3D, uh, more like Mario 64 or Mario Odyssey. It's so fun. It is just that perfect Nintendo joy of going to an island, collecting the five things. Oh, there's another hidden objective here. Oh, let, me, let me find that. And you come back to the island and find all the blue coins. It's so perfectly paced. Um, Bowser popping up every 10 minutes is a little annoying, um, but it also makes it really cool when you're about to start a mission to collect these coins and Bowser shows up and now you're ice skating as there's fire <laughs> everywhere and you're collecting the coins like yeah, get out the way, Bowser. Uh, that's awesome <laughs> that's super cool and I I really really love it. I think that game is might be in the end of the year on my top 10 list of the games wow. I play this I play a lot of shit uh oh it's so good it's so much fun oh my god and if you've never played 3d world that game's great too especially multiplayer is really fun um not that i'd know what that's like uh and then <laughs> wow, <that was> sad. <laughs> you said that really sadly <laughs> i know <definitely, laughs> uh the jokes are for me i told you and if you haven't played that that plus bowser's fury is a wonderful package hmm. bowser's fury from what i understand is like a six hour maybe eight hours to 100 percent it uh I love it. It's so good. I can't wait to play more of it. Uh, it cool. sucks that it's shorter. I would say it's better than Odyssey. Um, the problem oh. is that it's so short, right? It's, it's, it's mm. a much smaller experience, but the way they do things is just as good as Odyssey, and I, I think they have such a, a fun loop with it. It, it feels more um, like Mario 64 um, than Odyssey does. Odyssey is... I love Odyssey, but it goes a little off the deep end where... Oh, you found a you found a circle? You get a shine. <laughs> All right. Hey, did you know you can dive in this game? You got a shine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's let's tone it. You did three triple jumps in a row. Like, all right. Like, let's, let's tone it down. Constant and, and this rewards. Is, this is great. I got enough rewards, okay? All right. <laughs> this this kind of has a better pacing on that end. Um, as much as I love that game. It, it's great. Love love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. That's good. I I really want to play I haven't played game. anything. I probably did play something else, but I forgot about it. Apex Legends. You played that. We mentioned that already, yeah. But yeah, I did play that. Yeah, I, I mean, I covered that. Cool. Yeah, we, we did that already, now. Joel. God. Right. But I'm just saying, Jeez. you did play other things. Let me have my one. And I played Fuser, so let me tell you about this game. <laughs> no more. All right. Well, I played a lot of Destiny 2 this week. The new season came out. They uh, launched this thing called Battlegrounds, which is basically just like... um. I don't know. It's just a ton of like different enemies in okay. one area. You clear them out. You go to another objective, and it's just a lot of enemies again. You clear them out. Then you go to one more area. 
you clear them out and then there's one boss and then you get rewarded with like a ton of items and it's just like another layer of their season pass and the whole point of it is like um complete these quests and you get a little more story that they're adding on which is cool because they're not doing like a full expansion because they came out with be beyond light whenever however long ago it came out so instead of them doing another expansion they're just doing these season passes and so each season pass comes out with like new game modes and new story content so that's been pretty cool to kind of like play through there's a whole lot of other stuff of destiny that i have no idea what it's about because i stopped playing before forsaken came out i just like i started up destiny 2 and realized wow i missed out on like two years of content and i'm not gonna learn about it i'm just gonna play what's new and i've been having a good time uh i've been playing crucible which is like their pvp stuff which is really fun been playing a lot of gambit which is kind of like their pvp pve stuff so you basically play and fight a ton of enemies to score points and the more points you score the more enemies it throws at the other team and so you're trying to just outscore them until you guys hit 100 once you hit 100 it you summon a boss and then the first person to beat their boss wins so pretty cool it's kind of like uh you're playing dodgeball in a way because if you spawn it like the more moats that you throw in your basket it spawns enemies on their side that basically take away their points hmm. so the whole point is like i want to score as many as i can so that i can spawn stuff on their side that takes away their points so it's fun if you guys like multiplayer stuff good game um plus pve stuff too pretty fun and gear and loot and stuff and destiny 2 is is uh trying to take away all the hours i have but it's pretty fun. Uh, there was a game uh, that I started playing probably a couple weeks ago that I got from Pop Agenda. So if you guys know Pop Agenda, they are like a PR company for indie games. Um, and this game is called Nuts. And it's an indie game where you basically... No spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me too much. Oh, are you playing? Yeah, I want to discover these nuts for myself. <laughs> yes. Sean's gonna play nuts. Okay, I won't spoil it. <laughs> because did you watch the trailer before you played it? No, I didn't. So Sean showed me the trailer because wasn't this one of the name of the mornings? I think I think nah, it, I, it might have been. It must yeah, have been because that's yeah. how I heard about it. Because Sean showed me the trailer and like the when they finally say something like, "Isn't it strange how our research is so well funded for just taking pictures of squirrels?" Yeah. And and then like they foreshadowed to something where it's like I bet you're wondering how this all ends or something along those lines. And I'm like, that is great! <laughs> <laughs> what a great concept! So yes, don't spoil. that 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 definitely falls into the category. I have it all ready to go, but it's definitely a game where it's like I really want to play this, but I really want to play it on stream. So there it sits. So I I finished it, and I won't spoil anything. I won't even give you like my overall rating of it. Um, it has an unexpected ending, but overall, I enjoyed the game. It makes you care about squirrels too much, I'd say, unexpectedly. <laughs> and, uh, but the ending does leave you a little bit like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and I love that about it. I think Joel. it's a, I think it's a little overpriced for how long it is because it is a little short. 
a little short. But that's also kind of nice because I'm like, damn, I finished it. I finished the game. <laughs> Joel had uh, long ago a moment where he made a threshold for how much he would care about certain wildlife mm. and squirrels. He was like, this is my max. Oh, man. This is it. <laughs> Nuts made him try to exceed that. And he wasn't okay with that. Now, wow. I grew up in Southern California. I grew up in Anaheim. And seeing squirrels was a little bit of a rarity because you just didn't see them that much. Yeah. You see them every now and then. Like, oh, cool, a squirrel. I've lived in Idaho for like 12 years now. And I see them all the time. They get They're ran everywhere. over in the street. They're everywhere. So now, like, my <laughs> threshold has gone very much low. I'll tell you my squirrel story. We had so many squirrels. We had a neighbor. I lived in Idaho, uh, 10, growing up, like high school. Um, and we had a neighbor that would feed them peanuts. And they don't really eat the peanuts. They just bury the peanuts in your yard. Um, and my dad started at one point started catching the squirrels oh, and relocating them to the park. <laughs> By and he did them it like a hundred squirrels. Oh my god! Wait, <laughs> there... did, did your dad make the game nuts? I, he might <laughs> have. Pretty much like, <laughs> it might have been based on his life. I don't know. Biographical. <laughs> So where your dad has like a check for all this research and money that he got. Yeah. <laughs> and he eventually he was like wondering if they were coming back. So I think he died. He got like spray paint that was safe. For and he sprayed the tail. <laughs> no, you said, you said he started to get, he started worrying they were coming back and then he died or something like that. Oh, like, no. died. Oh my god! Yeah, well, that's uh, a game in and of itself. I'll just never forget like this. What are you doing? And I'm, I'm just like, just do your, do your squirrel thing, man. Take the squirrel, capture him, get a cage. It's like a cage for a cat or something. Catching squirrels, I mean, nonsense. Sean is a woodworker as well, and while this doesn't really fall into the category of impressive woodworking. One day I was scrolling the Instagram feed and someone had made a picnic table for a squirrel hung oh. it on the fence. Oh. And so or did you send me that actually? Didn't you send me that? Sean? I, I think I think I I think I sent it to you and you're like, I like that. I want I one of those. And sure enough, like three <laughs> days later, here shows up this little squirrel picnic table. And sure enough, we started putting nuts out there and the next day. No. Gone. But then they started leaving the shells. Yeah. I was like, oh, so you expect me to... I thought this was bust your own table. You gotta bust put a little dumpster table. out there. Bust and bust your own table. Uh, and apparently they didn't listen. Have you seen the... Is it Mark Rover who does like the cool engineering YouTube videos? That Mark's last name, I think it's something that vain. Oh, uh, but He had yeah. the squirrel obstacle course. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I saw him oh, do the oh. giant like... He does like the glitter bombs, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I saw him do the giant like foam like he tried to do the break the world record or whatever the guinness world record that shoots it as high i don't know he did mm -hmm. one yeah he's, he's yeah cool. he watch the squirrel stuff. obstacle course it's it's both entertaining from like i assume a science standpoint is how you would categorize it but then also just for a video it's 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 very good in both realms yeah i i like the game i think uh i think you'll enjoy it it's it's short enough to where you're kind of like once you get through you're kind of like that was odd an odd experience I, I don't know like it's i, I had a good nuts? time playing it <laughs> nuts. it was nuts i wouldn't it say took it took me nuts. a long time to resist saying that this yeah. entire time <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah i'll move on <laughs> another game i played 
Um, I don't I don't want to talk too much about it because I still want to play more of it. But Cyberpunk 2077. So obviously, um, I'm enjoying the game, so I'm not playing it on PS4. Um, <laughs> I'm playing it on my on my PC. Has there been any issues with it on PS4? So I've only had really one. <laughs> one issue. I haven't heard. Ryan, what did you do? I know, right? I've only had one issue with it, and it's that um, I spawned my car, and it wound up on the inside of another car. Yeah, I told you about that. I haven't yeah, really which, as cars do. Yeah, that's which, one car. Um, which it fits that's itself though. Rules. It almost gave birth to the car it wound up inside of in, so Whoa. it was pretty cool. It, it just kind of like shot it out of the front. My my car blew up when that happened. Oh, mine just like gave birth to it. In the game or in real life? <laughs> <laughs> Cyberpunk hasn't transcended reality yet, so no, not yet. But still in the game. But yeah, I'm still like in the you know first part of the game. I'm maybe like four hours in. So, so uh, there's still a lot to go before I get really into it. Because I think it's what like maybe hour nine, depending on what I'm doing. But um, just from what I've heard. Um, Mm -hmm. but the game like blew me away right off the bat. Like, it just feels like I'm in Blade Runner and. I mean, it, it looks so good, and the mechanics of it are really cool. The intro to how the game works is really cool. I mean, it's just, like, I, what I felt playing the game when I first started playing it and experiencing it, I didn't, I haven't felt anything like that since Half-Life 2, when I first started playing Half-Life 2, and, I mean, it's been a long time, so. But I was just kind of blown away, and I was kind of, like, almost afraid to do anything in the game, because I didn't know how characters were going to react, and... You know, now that I've played a little more of it, I'm like, okay, they're reacting just like other video game characters do nowadays. But at first, I was just kind of like, wow, this is a weird feeling playing this game, and it, everything feels so new. Now that I'm playing it, I'm like, wow, this is just a really like cool Fallout Four. Yeah, not entirely, but like, if only Bethesda could make it, you know, a shooter this good <laughs> in a way. Um, but yeah, it's uh. I hope, you know, I'm going to definitely continue playing it and I'm still kind of taking it slow, not really like blasting through the main story. I'm just kind of doing side missions and kind of exploring the world a little bit, but there's a lot to it and uh, I'm enjoying using the katana blade and just like slicing Ooh. fools up. It's been pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, that's about it. That's all, that's all the games I've been really focusing on. Nice. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. Next. It is nuts. Nice. Yeah, there's another game um I also just got a code for that I'll be playing this week and then talking about it next week. Also from Pop Agenda. Showing us nice. love for content. Yay. Nice. Yay. Jingle bells. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um <laughs> I was gonna keep doing it till you say something, Joel, and you just don't say anything. I'm right. too busy watching you do that. <laughs> I guess I'll just do this for the rest of my life. That was the last show that Ben ever had the webcam on. For. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. You should have it on next week, too. I'll put it up on not a piece of foam. All right. <laughs> I like the I like the aesthetic. Yeah, absolutely. The it's got that kind of Dutch angle. Yeah. <laughs> I got a four down so background. It, it kind of looks like it's there, but you don't know it's there. Like, only, yeah. only yeah, we know it's there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's that you, you're using your neighbor's webcam, but, you know. Mm-hmm. They're using it, and this is the feed they're feeding to you. <laughs> it's their security cam footage. Mm-hmm. It's just from their <laughs> ring video. <laughs> cool. Well, 
Um, anything you guys want to talk about? Anything you guys want to like plug? Like your show? Uh, anything you guys got coming up? Any? I don't know. Anything yeah. big? I mean, I we always have the spiel ready to go. I mean, the best thing about Gaming Morning Show is that is going to be the core, right? Everything mm-hmm. else that we do is is going to be an add-on supplemental to that. Uh, but we're Monday through Friday, six to nine a.m. Pacific time. And and my favorite thing that we've been doing, uh, in addition to having uh, Mike join us now, because Mike's on at least four days a week, at least three days a week, usually four days a week now, is we wanted the show to have multiple voices, and we're still working toward that. Eventually, you'll see Gaming Morning Show probably have maybe four hosts per show every single show. We wanted to kind of have more of that uh, Howard Stern type vibe, where there's a whole bunch of characters that you get to know, right? But that said, one of the best things that we do is the interviews. And whether it's a traditional interview that lasts five minutes, five to ten minutes, or our five-question segment, that is what I think we enjoy a lot, is bringing in people who, you know, we were talking about this actually right before we got on the podcast because we had dinner together, Sean. You said something about, like, it's enough to get people interested, and then they start finding more Mm -hmm. about the people that we have on the show. And that's kind of my dream, is to have the focus be on as many other people as it possibly can be yeah for sure and and you know i don't think we've had a single interview or even someone on playing five questions where we've finished it and it's like yep i don't have anything else i want to learn from this person there's always (laughs) you know every interview we could just segue into doing a full you know hour-long podcast with people because you know people are out there doing really cool stuff and it's it's fun getting to share that and that that I think they'll always be the backbone of our flagship program GMS. Um, and then, you know, extra projects from there. Um, I think we have some experimentation that we want to do with certain things, whether it's, um, you know, tradi- more traditional streaming. I am going to, you know, start streaming some single player type games under the GMS banner. Um, we've talked about, you know, second shows, um, you know, specials. We want to do, you know, a longer form. Um, you know, charity stream at some point, those sort of things. Um, and and something we've done a few times, and the next one will be this Wednesday um, at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right, um, is GMS Plays, where we get together with members of the community and we play games all together. Uh, this week, we're going to do uh, Prop Hunt in uh, Call of Duty. Um, we've done Jackbox games in the past, and that that's a great way to kind of uh, get out of the normal form of our show break out from that a little bit and just hang out and have a good time yeah yeah our friend nintendo nerds who has a really great show on twitch as well uh bringing a whole bunch of the crew over to play that and then we're going to play with the community uh and because your your podcast comes out that's that's worth mentioning it'll be wednesday night at eight o'clock uh, pacific time so uh yeah it's, it's just been a it's been a fun ride we've been super lucky to have um some people find us pretty early on we're we had a three to five year outlook on what we were trying to do with this. And it's kind of mm-hmm. cool to have that feeling that you're a little ahead of schedule, but you know, that can change in an instance instant. But the nice thing is we're having fun doing it. And, and if people are along with us for it, you know, like you mentioned, you know, getting up and getting coffee and maybe even just listening to it. That's kind of the fun part about having a radio show that has a mm-hmm. element is we want people to be able to listen to it while they're commuting to work and still feel like they're getting the full experience, whether or not they ever watch as opposed yep. to just listen. Yeah. yeah. Or interact. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the dream of the show is, you know, a year from now, someone reaches out to us. They're like, Hey, I've listened to you on my way to work 
every day of the week for the last six months and i love you guys we're like we have no idea who you are <laughs> where, where where did you come from like and and that's that's not the the tradi traditional streaming model um and obviously we are going to have people in the community we know really well but we're hoping to build this you know group of people that tune in every every day or uh, multiple times in the week and and get something out of it even if it's just killing some time you know in your mornings at work or while you're getting ready for work or you know theoretically people will go to work again sometime um driving to work um that you, you're not necessarily involved but you're still listening and tuning in and enjoying what we're doing and I'll, I'll close with this the other thing that's been really neat for me because this has been super helpful to my psyche over the course of the pandemic because i am so eager to get back to social extroversion and rich activities out of the house that that yeah those you know where those exist is you know kiki lo copia a lot of other people who we've met it's been neat because you know i'm gonna be playing games 4 a.m this week pacific time with somebody i i met through streaming who's in the uk right and I don't know if that would have ever happened in any other circumstance because we've we've been lucky to meet people through the show, you know, and, you know, you two are closer. Right. But point being, like. I might take a trip in the near future. And be able to to meet people that I would have never otherwise met had not been for streaming, and that has been a super great outcome that I didn't really expect and never would have thought that, that would happen. And I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, I think uh, that's always something I appreciate about video games in general. How you can meet people through it. Um, like, when I joined Game Fanatics, I didn't know Ben. I didn't know our friend Logan at all. Like, um, him and I met through Game Fanatics. We started podcasting kind of through there. And then we, I mean, uh, we would do the Game Fanatics original podcast. And then we, mm -hmm. we did... Ben's podcast that he had, and then we did mm -hmm. another version of kind of what we were doing now, but with other people. And then Ben and I decided to do this because we were like, you know what? We always kind of have a good flow going, so why don't we just do our own? Because we just always itch in a podcast. And then our friend Logan joins us every now and then. Logan lives pretty close to me, um, but him and Ben knew each other. Was it? Did you guys grow up together a little bit? Or yeah, we went to high school, school together. Yeah, so mm -hmm. it's just kind of like a weird kind of small world thing and uh but i'm like we met odell through the game fanatics and odell's um everywhere like he's been everywhere basically he's <laughs> he's been on like all these different podcasts he worked for game informer and um we've had him on the show before as well uh we met julian through game fanatics i mean it's it's cool how you kind of uh just meet interesting people through this um yeah it's it's cool i love it i mean i I definitely am not very social in my like real life. <laughs> so this is like the, the only way I'm really social. So well, nice. thank you for reaching out to us and inviting mm -hmm. us to join you. Um, the game fanatics is a website that I really gravitated toward because it looked like it had such a great group of people with a lot of varying interests from a lot of varying backgrounds. Um, and that was really impressive to me. And I've listened to Final Checkpoint quite a bit. It's one of my go-to podcasts now. Thank you. Uh, Full Circle, I listened to as well with Odell. And the conversations that y'all have, the insight you have, the funniness. You know, Ben, you say that they're for you, but they are pretty funny. Yeah, they're for me. I'm taking them back. 
right, sorry. <laughs> I have to go <laughs> edit them out of the podcast. Remember, you know what? Great. Rent to own. Rent to own. <laughs> Rent to own. Are you the game fly of jokes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you no can one gives a shit. <laughs> you, you can laugh, Ryan, but don't don't laugh too much because mm-hmm. don't laugh more than he's prices. laughing. <laughs> right. <laughs> we all rent a Yeah. It's just really neat when you said you wanted to talk kind of about the origin and stuff. You know, we're having a blast. And so thank you yep. for, for giving us some time and letting us hang out with you and highlight how much video game knowledge that Sean has. That definitely don't. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Ben outshines me in, in game knowledge all the time. I'm just here just for the have, ride. Just like nothing sticks in my head except for useless information. So that's what it is. <laughs> Names, I'm like that faces. With like TV knowledge no. for some reason. We'd be great sports. at like jeopardy or wheel of fortune whichever one of those needs it we can all, we can do a we can do a final checkpoint gms family feud oh <laughs> i'm down i love family feud there we go yeah yeah it would be it'd be fun to do uh a game night or something like that oh yeah yeah we should do something like I'm that terrible at apex yeah i'm down for some apex though well we need for something sure. with four slots though uh, no it's all right sean Sean's not going to play Apex, so we're, we're good. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, maybe for them I'll play. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I got my camera for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up there. Thanks again, Sean, Ryan, Gaming Morning Show, for joining us again here on Final Checkpoint. Be glad to have you guys back on very soon i'm excited to see what else you guys do um we're trying out like doing a dark souls stream every saturday we didn't do it this saturday because i had a ton of stuff doing to do but uh we're getting through that and then i think our next game on the dock it's going to be resident evil 7 because i've yeah. never played through it so ben's going to yell at me while i play through that like he's been yelling at me through playing dark souls my advice is terrible <laughs> it you know after having to go back and find the rusted ring <laughs> i realized well ben would have been great to have this <laughs> i could have you didn't ask for it I, you're supposed you to secrets? guide me <laughs> what to, to beat the whole game real quick hey just run past this he doesn't matter run like no, no you gotta get me the it. ring i need for that muddy area down there where all the poison's at i mean how many times did the person from ready player one go forward in the race and all they had to do was go backwards i mean oh my uh, god that's true sorry. <laughs> i hate that book <laughs> the movie is fine <laughs> The book was great. I try. I've looked at that Amazon preview of that book, and I read it, and I want to throw up. It is written so annoyingly. That main character is obnoxious. That's why you just watch just the movie constant... like I did and skip the reading. Exactly, part. but it's just a constant list of like, "Hey, I know some things. I know some things. How about these things? What about more things? Things, things, things." I'm like, this guy needs to shut up. You're the main character. Shut up. <laughs> I hate it. Oh my god. So sorry, I brought up the player one. That was my. <laughs> That's a, yeah, that's a faux pas. Don't bring that up. That's on me. (laughs) Ben doesn't read anyways. (laughs) I want to do a dramatic reading of that book, and it's just every two lines. I'm like, why would you even write that? This is stupid. (laughs) And then it's the next line. like, this is dumb too. That's the whole book. (laughs) That's it. All right. Make sure you guys are following us on Spotify, (laughs) Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iTunes. Or I guess it's, yeah, iTunes Podcasts. Apple no, Podcasts. I don't know what they call it over there. I should know. Apple or <laughs> GameFanatics.com. Yeah. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Final Check Pod. Pregnant pause. I played a uh, game called Fuser. And no. it... <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. And it don't forget not... <laughs> to follow <laughs> twitch.tv slash 
load last checkpoint help us hit our 150 follower goals so you can watch me play dark souls drunk maybe we'll be at dark souls 2 by that point i get drunk playing that i don't know we'll see anyways we'll be back next week we'll see you then goodbye bye bye